Hey guys, it's Carly. I bet you're expecting hearing my beautiful voice singing the Somebody Data's theme song, but we have a really quick announcement we want to get to and then the episode. We're partnering with our friends at Hemingway's in Toronto to co-host their bachelor finale party on March 11th. There will be trivia, discounts on wine, free treats, and prizes to be won. Tickets are only five bucks, and if you use the code DATEUS on Eventbrite, you'll get 10% off. So come hang out with us. Once again, that was code DATEUS to get 10% off. See you there. <laughs> Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely, is it? Our personalities where we just had the homely. You swipe left and I swipe right, sitting on my couch at night, hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast. When you're the only one still single. Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no. So you write this stupid jingle to say somebody please date us. My goal this episode is to not say like, um, and you know what I mean? So much. (laughs) Okay. Just want to say that. So I'm going to try and like, keep it like fucking toy. 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 Toy like a tweedle. You ready, kids? Is everyone already phones on thingy? Let's do it. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Somebody Date Us, the podcast where we talk about everything related to dating. It's Lauren. It's Asal. And it's Carly. Woo! <laughs> okay, that wasn't me for the record. That was Asal. Yeah, she actually wooed. That was me this time. All right, guys. I've got big news for you ladies. What? what? I'm still single AF. <laughs> oh, my God. Me too, girl. Do you know what's really – can I just say one thing really quickly? So, like, last time I when we did that thing, when I was like, you're like, guess what, guys? I have big news. I'm still single. And Lauren's like, oh, oh me too, girl. <laughs> like, verbatim. Same girl, same. Same girl, same. Same, same, same. Let's go ahead and start our episode with why we're single this week. So, I'm going to go first, guys. Okay. I know I mentioned recently, I think in the last episode or maybe the one before that, that I just recently started seeing somebody. Um, Clive. However, Clive, exactly. If you've been listening, his name's Clive. However, it's been a very slow process. I'm still trying to figure out some things. So therefore, I am still single. Um, so this week, I'm single because I'm a huge germaphobe. <laughs> So, like, you guys know this. I take multiple showers a day. Like, so at work, we've got a kitchen with utensils, obviously. And usually I bring my own utensils from home, but I didn't earlier this week. And I didn't want to use what was in the kitchen. Because people wash them. I know, but I don't trust it. Okay. I don't trust. Do you eat at restaurants, Just though? wash it again. I do. But, like, it's different. You trust a 15-year-old I... dishwasher to, like, clean your <laughs> utensils that have been used by, like, thousands of people? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, she does. Yes. Just not my coworkers. Like, yeah. If they're listening, I'm yeah. sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Fair. Um, so the only thing we had in the kitchen was like that was like somewhat clean was like a plastic knife. Um, so I'm like sitting at my desk, like just like eating yogurt with this like <laughs> plastic knife, like slowly licking this knife, like trying not to like cut my tongue. <laughs> Cut your tongue on probably yeah a little like paper cut that's why I was like going slow it has a serrated edge so yeah I mean I need my tongue for things so I was like didn't want to you (laughs) I use my tongue for things (laughs) yeah that's so that's why I'm single I I eat yogurt with a knife Mm. fair 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 okay I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant here because this has been a common occurrence in my dating life this past week I am, like, I am a career-driven person. I want to date someone that is career-driven. But I'm also in my late 20s, and I believe in work-life balance. And there's so many people on dating apps that are just, like, too busy staying until, like, midnight at work to, like, hang out with me. Or they bail on me because they get stuck at work until midnight. And I'm just over it. Mm. Like, do take remove yourself from dating apps if you do not have time or you do not have a career that allows yourself to date. It's cool. Everyone goes through different phases where they're, like, working and hustling till midnight in their careers. But, like, don't drag me along with it. I'm over it. I'm not here for it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. So, that's, you know, I'm just, I'm over people being too busy with work. Yeah. I appreciate you're employed, but if you want to date me, you have to make time for me, so... I think that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm single this week, shockingly. Um, I think for me, it's just, I just, I don't know how to make the guys stick around. 
you know, I get ghosted so much. I'm like the Long Island fucking medium. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, hi, my name is Teresa Caputo. Because seriously, what the hell? Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think. Nothing. I, They're just not the right people. Obviously. I guess. I guess so. But it's just, it happens all the time. Like, is it, like, I don't know what it is. And I don't. You know, they ghosted me, so I'm not going to follow up and be like, hey, just wanted to yeah. know why you didn't want anything to do with me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. It happens to all of us. So. I guess. I guess, Honestly. yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, that's why Carly's single this week. Yeah, cool. la dee da la dee da Of course, I'm trying to pull up the episode, and I, like – Okay, I'm still, like, kind of not Mac savvy, and I'm, like, so many tabs open. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> so, cool. yeah, trying to be cool. So, this week, we're chatting all about the unspoken rules of dating, the simple yet often underestimated subtleties that can make or break your date. Um, I feel like my approach to dating has always been very um, laissez-faire to, like, just I, I kind of go with the flow. Um, no expectations. No right. expectations. You know, just hoping someone will like me. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that's always been kind of my thing. And the more research I did on the topic of dating etiquette, um, there are so many little rules like don't talk about your exes, put your phone away, all of these little yeah. things. So we're going to dive um, pretty deep into this. And we're going to kickstart the discussion pre-date etiquette. So, ladies, you match with someone, and now what? Who should make the first move? Lauren. Well, I mean, if you're on Bumble, it's all about making the first move because you have to. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of some, like, some days why, like, Hinge or Tinder or another app because it can be stressful to always have to make the first move and try to think of something creative to say, which, by the way, I, I never do. And But then I go on Tinder or Hinge and, like, they have these things in their bios that are like, I love a lady who messages first. Don't just message hey when you message me. And it's like, okay, when did this become all about girls messaging guys? Like, mm-hmm. I still believe that guys should put forth some sort of effort. And I feel like a lot of guys have like thrown that out the window. Like, I just, it, I find it very frustrating, but I love when a guy puts in the effort to write a personalized message to me and doesn't expect me to make all of the effort in the initial conversations. I totally agree. And I think like, it obviously depends on the app. Like Bumble, the girl has to um, message first, but it's really nice to have the option of Tinder and Hinge, where like the guy can message first. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm I'm with you, Lauren. Like I think that yeah, sometimes it's nice to have the guy like make the first initial move. And I'm super OCD, and I don't like having like all my matches sitting at the top of my, like, Yeah, list, like, you know? to go into And I'm like, my OCD kicks in, and I'm like, I need to clear the queue. So I literally, like, will copy and paste, hey, how's it going, and send it to, like, 100%. 20 of my matches. <laughs> and I'm too. just like, let's go. I need to clear this out. And then I can sleep good at night, like, knowing, like, my queue is cleared. I agree. Yeah. Or, I, or if you don't message me after a certain amount of time or you take too long to respond back to me, gone unmatch I don't care mm-hmm. if you aren't active in like three days then see you later saranara sayonara saranara saranara um yeah call me old-fashioned but I love it when the guy reaches out first yeah. and I think that's why I struggled so much with Bumble in the first place it was um just like the effort so guys I feel you on those dating apps um but yeah it, it's just really nice when a guy actually reaches out to you first I love it yeah. And that's where I stand. Yeah, um, me too. But what about meeting up somebody in real life? Like, I know this doesn't happen that often. I was like, but <laughs> people meet people in real life. What is this? But in the past, but in the past, when you have made the connection in real life, um, and you want to exchange numbers, uh, let's say you do, you have each other's mm-hmm. numbers. Um, are you messaging him first, or are you messaging? I don't believe in the whole, like, wait 24 hours before you send, like, a text, and when you get a text, wait 10 minutes before you reply. Like, I think that's all games. And let's be real here. Like, we all have our phones glued to us at this day and age. Like, that's just, that's just the truth. Like, we do. We all Mm -hmm. have our phones with us. If I vibe with someone and felt a connection with a guy, I'll message when I feel like messaging, and... And it's soon, it's likely soon after we meet. Like, I'm not going to, like, wait, like, oh, like, these rules about, like, waiting before. No, no, if I feel it, like, I'm going to do it. 
Um, and yeah, and I just don't feel like I have really anything to lose. Like after your first date, like, or when you meet in person, whatever, exchange numbers or whatever. Um, yeah, you really don't have anything to lose by messaging the person first. Like, what yeah. are they going to do? Not reply? Oh, like whoop-de-doo. So what? I agree. Like, I don't believe in like waiting a certain amount of time before messaging someone. And, um, I think, I mean, to answer your question, do you message first or do they message first with that? I think it really depends on who gave, gave who the number. If a mm, guy pursued yeah. me and was like, hey, can I have your number? I expect you to text me and text me soon. Like, I don't want you to text me six days from now. Like, text me as soon as you remove yourself from the conversation with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the ideal scenario. But if I ask a guy for a number, like, mm-hmm. I, I would be the one that messages mm-hmm. first, right? So I think it really depends on the scenario in that case. But, I mean, I don't ever meet people in real life. Unfortunately, really no one gives often. me their number. Often, yeah. At least people you you'd want to give number to. That's fair. And Asal just gives out her Instagram yeah. <laughs> to like randos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like no, I That's will not give way. you my number, but you can follow me. Yeah, we're now follow our podcast. We need more followers. So, yeah. so when the guy is messaging you, um, so this is the thing. Okay. I've come to find that dating. <laughs> shockingly is such a game like it really truly is such a freaking game why do we play these games specifically why are we waiting so long in between messages to like reply Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like an hour will go by and then that kind of sets the tone and then he'll message you an hour later then you'll message him an hour later and you get into this vicious cycle do you know what I mean like I never understood that like do you guys do that do you make them sweat a little like what are your thoughts on a guy taking a sweet ass time to get back to you and question also, do you take your sweet time getting back to them? Hard no. Like, I am I, I'm always on my phone. Like you said, Asal, like, we are always on our phones. And I don't think I've ever dated a guy who is not always on his phone. And so when you don't message me, like, unless you're at work and you have a very demanding job, like, okay, cool. But if you don't message me and I know you're constantly on your phone, like, I know you're reading my messages and just ignoring them. And, like, that is not okay. It takes two seconds to text Mm -hmm. someone back. You can do 800 different things and still text someone back. I have a work phone and a real phone, and I still manage to maintain conversations on both of them. Like, it's not rocket science. We're all millennials. You know how to juggle phones. Except for Carly. <laughs> Lauren. He's not the best. I'm, I'm, my, my boss even said, he's like, you're so inconsistent. I'm like, oh, sorry, future employers. Um, I'm really <sighs> consistent. No, he's like. <laughs> with texting or with like what? Oh, like Why every- are you texting your boss? I'm not texting my boss, um, but I'm just like <laughs> emails. I don't know. Yeah. It's just I, I uh, I'm just really bad um, when it comes. You guys already know this is this is old freaking news. <laughs> yeah, if you've listened to our previous episodes, you know mm-hmm. Carly's not the best with replying back in a timely manner. But like, can we talk about Clive for a second? Yeah, um, go for it. Oh, I would love to talk about Clive. So Clive um, is a horrible texter he like openly tells me he's a horrible texter he has green bubbles he has green bubbles which you know says a lot but um, <laughs> the green bubble people <laughs> mike you cannot mike responds quick so mike gbp quick, yeah, so. gbp but like so um he says he's not a big texter and he fo- he calls a lot we talk on the phone a lot but mm-hmm. literally there's been multiple days a week where he doesn't reply and it takes him more than three hours to reply but then on other forms of social media, like, I see that he's online. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously, he's got his phone with him. And I just think that's kind of shady. I think that's yeah. weird. If you, like, aren't active at all on anything in exactly. between that time frame, I'm like, cool, you actually don't check your phone. But, no, you were on your phone. You read my message. You just chose not to answer it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so it makes you just think kind of like, are you really serious and about this? And where is your head at? Because, like, if you're excited about somebody and you first start dating them – you get a text from message from them and you get excited. You want to text them back right mm-hmm. away, you know? Like, you want that conversation to keep going. But then, like, when you're waiting five hours to reply back to somebody, are you really even that serious? Like, are you even really, like, interested in the person? It just makes me wonder. <laughs> no, I agree. Where Clive's attention, intentions are, so. Clive, I hope you're listening. That was such a he call out. He doesn't even listen to our podcast, so this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're just saying something. So. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a red flag. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, okay. So you guys are texting. You've established that connection. How soon are you meeting up? And I know we've kind of touched on it in the past, but like, when is the right time? Is it a gut feeling or is it there like, we need to have a little bit of like back and forth before I meet you in person to see if like this thing's going to stick. 
So I've gone through like different phases where, I mean, when I first got dating apps and I was very intimidated by them, I would want to talk to someone for like weeks before I felt comfortable enough to meet up with them. Now that I've gone on like a bajillion dates from dating apps, I don't want to talk for weeks, but so I want to make a plan within like the first week or two of matching or exchanging numbers. Yeah. No one gives me their number in real life. So matching. (laughs) And, but like the thing is for me is that I find that often I match with someone, we make a plan, like we talk for a bit, we make a plan to hang out. So say it's Monday and we make a plan to hang out Sunday. And then they take that as a note of like, I'm not going to talk to this person until Sunday. But we don't really know each other. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, you've forgotten about me. I've kind of already forgotten about you. We could have kept getting to know each other in that time span. I'm going to make other plans on Sunday because... I don't, I haven't even heard from you. I don't know if we're hanging also, out. Also, in that time span, like, you could have been talking to multiple other exactly. people who are putting in more effort and talking to you almost every day where you're growing that yeah. whatever connection even stronger. Exactly. So, like, I get the, the point of, like, matching, making plan, let's meet up, because you're never really going to know if you like someone until you meet up with them. But I think there's something to be said about your texting etiquette. and. Yeah you can really get a vibe from someone and I would like to know more about someone than just what's on their dating profile before I meet them because I don't want to waste my time. I'd rather like hang out with you guys and go on a date that is destined to fail. So, I mean, I'd say one to two weeks, but you have to maintain communication within those one to two weeks because Mm -hmm. otherwise I I, like just have no interest in hanging out with you. I know nothing about you. So yeah, it's all about textual chemistry. Uh, Yeah. Another Carlyism for you. Um, I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know who I think I am. Brapping all over the place. Actually, sidetrack, because this is what I like to do. Um, I recorded a song called Jingle Braps in college. It was like, it's a play on Jingle Bells. Yeah, it's like, it's like Jingle Bells. It's like Jingle Brap. Um, I have to find it somewhere. Yeah, that'd be great to like put out at Christmas time. I'd love to listen to this. Mike, would you listen to that? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for your support. Okay, but I'm curious though, like, what about you guys? Like, how soon do you meet up? What's your kind of game plan when you match with someone or you get someone's number? Um, So I get really excited when I'm talking to somebody, um, when we have like a really good textual chemistry. Like, I want to meet them right away because, you know, I'm into it right then, right there. Let's meet up ASAP because I want to know if this is like a real thing. Um, I think I have a pretty good judge of character for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that everyone's been ghosting me will counteract that. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big fan of the sooner the better. I just don't drag it on. Don't yeah, drag it you, on. Because, you've gone on dates like the night you've matched with people. Before. Yeah, I have. Because um, you know what? If you're feeling it, you're feeling it. Um, and I would never wait two weeks. I would never even wait like a week and a half unless our schedules are busy. Well, that's what I mean. Like, but, it's ideal the sooner the better. But if they're like, I'm traveling for a week, then I'm mm-hmm. not going to completely write it off. Yeah. But. but I try and make it work. So even if it's just like getting tea or coffee during our lunch breaks, hopefully they work downtown. Yeah. See, that's great. That's a great one because if you meet up with someone on like a lunch break or a coffee break, there's a time constraint. Yes. So you're like, if, it, if it's kind of awkward, you're not feeling it, you can be like, oh, got a meeting, got to run. Like, yeah. You know? So. It's the ideal world. But no works near or works near where I work so same I work in the middle of nowhere so but for me it um it varies for me like I've met up with guys after a couple days of messaging on the app or sometimes even like two weeks like my ex um, boyfriend we actually like waited two weeks only because of our schedules like you guys mentioned just didn't line up like people are busy and and you lived in different cities too exactly we lived kind of far apart too so yeah, so for me, it varies. Like, I've never, like you, Carly, I've never, like, matched with someone and met up with them the same night. I can't say I've ever done that before, but definitely within a few days or, like, a week or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it does fizzle after some time, and there's just so many connections out there that that you just don't know. If you plan a date, like, a week out, so much can ha- happen yeah. that week. Like, yeah, you your soulmate in that week, and it's like, okay, sorry, dude, that I had a date with next Tuesday. Like, <laughs> I met someone else. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah, all about momentum. Right. Okay. So we've talked about the pre-date etiquette. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's talk about actually going on the date. All right. So um, once again, I'm, I just have such a weird old-fashioned mind. <laughs> like when I go on dates, I I, I notice these things. Um, is he holding the door like open for me? If we're driving somewhere, is he opening my door? Um, is he standing when I get up? Like, does any of this happen to you, girls? 
Yeah, 100%. Like, I have, um, I've dated guys who hold doors open for me, pull out my seat, even open my car door. Um, I don't require it. It's, like, definitely not a deal breaker if, like, they don't do those sort of things. But it's really nice. And it yeah. kind of, like, takes you back Yeah, in time. you it's forget like, that there's so gentlemen nice. out there. Yeah. And, um, I even, like, dated one guy once who would, like, lean across, like, like, if he couldn't get out to open my car door and, like, get around traffic and open the door, like, if he's picking me up, he would, like, lean across, like, the driver's seat and, like, the passenger seat and, like, open the door from, like, <laughs> you know, like, just try to get me in somehow, just somehow open the door for me. So, yeah, it's, it's nice, but definitely not a deal breaker if they don't do those sort of yeah. things. But I feel like most guys are pretty, I think good that stuff I don't know what are your guys is it like yeah I think like certain things like opening doors for sure but like I mean coming around the table and like pulling out my chair for me like I, there is very few people that I've gone on dates that have done those kinds of things and like you said it's not a deal breaker but when it happens you're like oh this is so sweet like wow your mom raised you well mm-hmm. um but I recently went on a date with a guy who was like that like when he saw me walk in the door he pulled out my chair he helped me take my coat off he was just like a like, gentlemen. Yeah. Taking it back here, people. Um, and, but he told me, he's like, he, like, he grew up with, like, a sister and a mom, like, a mom who, like, raised him the right way, and that's how he treats girls, and very respectable. Um, but he told me, he's like, I went on a date once, and I held, I pulled out a chair for a girl, or held the door open for a girl, and she, she, like, made some comment, like, I bet you're the kind of guy that insists on paying the bill, too, don't, aren't you? And, like, was, like, pissed at him for opening the door for her. And he was, like, so caught off guard because he's, like, this is just how I was raised. Like, you're either raised that way or you're not. Mm -hmm. And um, he felt so uncomfortable because she was, like, obviously, like, a very, like, feminist, like, I can Mm -hmm. do this for myself kind of girl. Which is cool, but, like, he was just trying to be nice. Like, he wasn't doing anything mean or, like, offensive. And so... I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really win. You never really know what kind of girl you're going to go on a date with. Maybe you'll be with that girl who is offended that you opened the door for her. Or you'll be with, like, one of us who are like, this is so sweet. Thank you. I know. I'm going to cry. This doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's just – and it's just, like, the little things. Like, I love it when the guy just holds open the door. Um, I think that's so kind. Um, I haven't had anybody, like – pull my chair or stand when I have yeah. to go to the bathroom or anything like that. But um, it's really nice. And I love when they, like, offer to take off your jacket. And I don't know. For me, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you actually care. Yeah. You know? I don't even care if you're trying just to get in my pants. But Yeah, but at like, least you're it's trying. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Not just expecting it because yeah. so, your head's too big. So, guys, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're like – looking for ways to up your dating game, these little subtleties, I'm telling you, they go a long, long way. Um, And if you get a woman who, you know, gets mad that (laughs) you're holding a door open for her, you can just politely say, you know what? I was just trying to do something nice for you. I know that you're well incapable of holding that door open on your own. You're a strong, independent woman. But you know what? Tonight, I'm taking you out and I want you to feel like a princess. And it works out good for you because it's likely someone that you don't want to date if it's completely against what you believe in. And so you'll find out right away. Mm -hmm. So you could just walk right out that door you opened. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Amen, sisters. Um, okay, so the conversation uh, during the date. What are some topics that you absolutely do not want your date to bring up, that you don't want to bring up, um, and what have been some of the most outrageous things that someone has said to you on a date? I had gone on a date where a guy straight up told me how much money he makes, and like it was just like a conversation I didn't need to know or want to know Ugh. on a first date, and it was just like too much too soon. Mm-hmm. Um and it wasn't even like that much for him to even want to tell me. I make thirty thousand a year. <laughs> yeah, and it was like I was like, okay, cool. Like you really didn't need to tell me this information. So like that, I wouldn't like. I don't like that sort of. I mean, that's only happened once. Like that's not a common thing where like salaries no. discussed. I mean, in my, uh, in my like situations. Um, and another thing that I really don't care about is politics. Yes, I was gonna totally politics. say politics. Or, like, if they mention their ex a ton of times. Like, once, twice, fine. You've got some stories. Obviously, you know, you've got history. It's cool fact comes up. But if it's, like, a constant thing where they're constantly talking about mm-hmm. their ex. My ex. Then, my ex. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. I, like, isn't it? I don't know who put these guidelines, guidelines out of, like, the conversations you're supposed to and not supposed to have. But money, politics, and religion are the three topics you're just, like, not supposed to bring up in conversation. Yeah. And... I feel like that especially goes for a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, I've 
for starters, do not follow politics. So if you go off on politics for like an hour and a half, I am bored. I'm sleeping. Please get me out of here. Um, religion, I do kind of argue a bit. Um, I don't want someone preaching to me on my date. But if you are, for example, I matched with someone who is Jewish. And he asked me in our initial conversations before we even met if I would be willing to convert to his religion. And I was like, well, you know, like, let's see if we like each other first. I'm like, I'm not against mm-hmm. it. But I also, I, I've never really thought about it. I've never yeah. been asked that question. Uh, but I didn't realize that in order for your children to be Jewish, the mother carries the religion on. Yeah. And so I never knew that about that, which is cool. And if you're looking for that, awesome. It's but great for you to be upfront. That's great. Like, he sh- could have brought that up. Like, let's see. Let's see how the first date goes. Yeah, because it's, 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 it is like, he ended up uh, unmatching me because I was like, you know what? I don't know. Like... Uh, I've never been asked that question, and then I also feel like um, you have your traditions, which are awesome, but I have mine too. So if our kids are going to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. So, like, this is, like, a very serious conversation to be having when you first match, and you don't even know if you like each other. Yeah, you haven't even met yet. So, yeah, he jumped the gun. Yeah, and then, like, going back to the money thing, too, I remember dating a guy, and he would always bring up how he's like was making, like, six figures, and I just felt so uncomfortable because I'm like well you know if you're making six figures like maybe you can take me on like a nicer date and he was like shitty comeback <laughs> like why are we like bringing this up like I don't like or I would treat him to dinner and be like oh you don't have to do that I'm like listen I know you make more than me but I can still pay for your dinner like it, yeah. I, it just became like too much and mm-hmm. so I feel like those are the conversations money politics or religion for sure um Mike spotlight on you guys perspective yeah. What do you hate when girl what girls talk about like on the first date? Uh, if anything, um, thinking that they already know me. Mm. Ah, that's a good uh, one too. Especially based on zodiac signs. Oh, oh. Does this, zodiac <laughs> signs often come up on your dates. They do. Okay. They do, and it's wow. it's weird because I do enjoy them. <laughs> I do enjoy them, but when they they jump the gun, like if you say like which I am, like oh yeah, I'm an Aquarius, and mm-hmm. I'm like oh okay. And after they think back to like you the two like relationship, like, that they, <laughs> the two relationships like, back yeah. where they dated an Aquarius and maybe that Aquarius talked about themselves way too much. And yeah. So they assume I'm going to be that way. Yeah. Or anything else like that. So um, that's the main thing. It's kind of like the prejudgment part. And then that kind of messes me up because now it becomes my mission to kind of break that judgment. Yeah. And then I'm not really focus so much yeah. on the date itself you know so it's kind of counterintuitive it's hard to be your genuine self exactly. after like you have these preconceived notions yeah because now i'm fighting you. like two guys back yeah yeah fucked everything that wronged but, her yeah in some kind of way yeah that's so, so funny though about the zodiac because you girls will know um i'm like Ugh, guys he's a leo it's never gonna work <laughs> and because i'm a capricorn yeah so, i remember you saying that to us once i'm like guys it's destined for failure and sure enough it was um but our compatibility was like six percent. I don't know. Like I don't know how much I trust. <laughs> yeah. And I remember us being like, I don't even think I've even ever like asked that or talked about it within. Mm-hmm. I would be in a relationship with someone sometimes before I even know what their zodiac sign is. Well, they have features on the dating apps now that it actually okay, allows you. So it's kind of cool. But um, I think because I have a very cool birthday. Well, some would think it's cool. Um, <laughs> so people often are like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Or we bring it up. I don't know how. We get on the topic. And I'm like, oh, when's your birthday? And then I rem- I try and, like, log it in my brain so I can go and be like, okay, yeah, June 10th. And I'm like, really? oh. Yeah. I've never done that before. But I know I've people. up someone else's, like, someone I've dated's, like, birthday to see their zodiac. I know. People. I have. But, like, not, like, this is a deal breaker. I'm just curious. But I have so, I have friends that are married to zodiac signs that they say they're clash with and mm. they get along great. So I don't know. I Divorce don't know. is brewing. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean maybe like I don't know. They've only been married it's for whatever you make of it, a right? year. Maybe it's so, true. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you have to be so careful with conversations um, on the first date because there are definitely some things you can say that are going to better just like instantly the guys like I'm no longer interested in hearing what you have to say. So I 100% agree. Money, politics, and religion. I do not discuss. I love politics and I do follow them, but I try and keep those very separate because at the end of the day, like I'm not, I'm trying not, I'm not going to push my political agenda or opinions on you because I do believe that whatever you believe it's your right, whatever. Um, so yeah, I try and stay out of it. But the biggest pet peeve, and I love that we all kind of touched on it 
the money thing. I don't want to know how much you make and I don't care. It's so awkward. It's so freaking awkward. It's such an insecure thing to bring up. Like have girls in the past not liked you for who you are. So you have to be like, guys, I make like six figures and I drive an Audi. I own a house and the beaches. I don't care. I really don't. Cool. I'm probably not never. I'm probably never going to be able to afford a house in Toronto. So there's that. Like, no. So yeah, like, have you guys had that like come up more than once? Because like the salary mm-hmm. thing has only come up once with me, where the guy just like just randomly told me how much he makes. Like, have you guys experienced that? It's not so much a salary; it's just the hints that they're yeah, well off, yeah, that yeah. they're that they can do these things. You yeah. know, okay. so yeah, like I'm going to this. I'm I'm going away to Switzerland to this private house that's owned by my friend who's a billionaire, and you're like, okay. Or name dropping, yeah, or like, like, oh yeah, I um, yeah, I was in, I just shared an elevator with like the weekend the other day, and it's like, oh my god, I went on a date with somebody, and like I told him how much I like Post Malone, and he was like, oh yeah, a couple weekends ago I was partying with Post Malone, and I was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you were lying. Like, yeah, like no, like yeah, so. yeah, it's not impressive. Like, it, no, just don't lie. Yeah, just be yourself. That's lying. what it is. Just don't yeah. lie. Yeah. <laughs> Has, if you have connections to Post Malone, please, like, let hook me us know. Up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'd like to get with that, but... Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't pursue that further. No, I really Probably because you could tell he was <laughs> lying. He was He'd probably always bring you to clubs and be like, Post Malone's supposed to be there, and it was, like, really just, like, a random club with like, nobody's... <laughs> And all Lasalle has to do is, like, go around the corner from her place and go and, like, bump into Sean Mendes at, like, Petty yeah. Cash or something. So. I'm still waiting for that to happen. Me too. Yup, yup, yup. Okay. So, um, now we are going to talk about one of the age-old party tricks to get out of a date. <laughs> um, that call that you schedule with your friend, you know, call me a half an hour into the date. I'm going to pick up. And this is what I'm going to say if it's going great. And this is what I'm going to say if it's not. Um, and that way I can leave. Has that ever happened to you slash have you ever had to use this on a date there's been an emergency and i have to go okay on a normal date normal situation absolutely not i stick it out at least for the rest of my one drink i have even if they are giving me nothing to go off of i will give them that common courtesy but i did use it once um i'm gonna tell this story because i think it's like kind of funny but also kind of scary um, I, it was New Year's Eve and I was at a friend's house and up at a party and basically a bunch of us had left, but we weren't done partying. So one of the guys was like, why don't we all go to my house and like drink and play Mario Kart and order pizza or something. And I'm like, okay, down. But like, we had to take two different Ubers. So we're like, okay, what's your address? And I got an Uber with one of the guys. And I know this guy, like he is friends with my, my girlfriend. We were at the same party, but I'm not like close with them or anything. And so we get in the Uber and I think I'm heading to this guy's house to play Mario Kart. And turns out we're going to this guy's place. Like a completely different guy. Like the guy I'm in the Uber's with house. And I'm like, oh, I thought we were going to meet the group and play Mario Kart. And at the time I was seeing someone. So I felt extra uncomfortable with the situation. Like I gave you no hints that I was into you. And you just told the Uber we were going to your house. And so I get to his house and I'm like this is so uncomfortable I know I should have just like been bold and been like see ya but I I'm awkward with confrontation so I like texted my friend I was like you need to call me right now and pretend I need to come get you and so she called me and was just like like wasted at a club somewhere she's like you need to come find me and I was like oh my god okay are you okay and like she's like whispering the phone like you know I'm joking right I'm like (laughs) yes I just texted you and like so I used that as an excuse and I got out of it and was like okay I gotta go save my friend from this place and like um, and then I realized I forgot my purse at this guy's house. Oh, no. So I had to go back the next day. He oh. Thankfully, he left it at the concierge for me, so I didn't have to have any conversation. But I thought that was such a shady situation. And, like, I've never used that excuse on a date where I'm at a restaurant mm-hmm. in a public place and whatever. But in that case, yeah. I used he it. He probably thought you were just so drunk he wouldn't notice yeah. where you were going, Which is, like, so shady, so sketchy. Right. But also nice that he left your purse with the front desk. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a bad person. Like, yeah. I like I know him, but, like, it was just more the, the situation. It was like, yeah. I never said I wanted to go to your house. And he's like, I thought you did. I was like, no. no. Like, 
Ugh, but, I don't like that at all. What about you guys? Have I you think, like, I've, I've mentioned this story before um, in one of our episodes where I, I needed to get out of a date, um, and I just, like, I've only ever, this has only ever happened once. It's just, like, we're just not vibing, and, it, like, I mean, I wasn't vibing. I'm sure he was having a good time because he was like, let's get a second drink, and I was like, um, no. no. Like, oh, my God, was, the CNIB guy. Yes, him. <laughs> so if, you've got, if you guys listened, you you know, in their previous episodes, I talk oh, about this guy. Yeah. yeah, so he, um, I just needed to leave, and he just to get out so I just like faked that I was sick um but in most like scenarios like I I deal with it I go yeah. straight I say you know what I saw one hour like yeah it's not terrible this. you <laughs> could do this that's like me every morning I, going to work I'm like you can do this I have literally been on a bad date and gone to the bathroom and just like put my head against the stall door and been like oh, okay no. Lauren you got this got just it. like okay how can you get out of this let's cut it <laughs> like you know yeah but what about you Carly um, I haven't had to use that excuse, but I've definitely dipped early. Um, and I've just been like, you know what? I've, I've been straight up. And I told this one guy that I wasn't feeling yeah, it. Like, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out. And I don't want to waste any of your time. Like, separate bills. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> done. Yeah. Done. You are really good at that. Like, you're good at, like, just being straightforward. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then, I'm, yeah, Ugh. sometimes in some cases. Um, but, yeah, separate build that-ish. So, speaking of bills, um, at the end of the date. And the waitress comes and she's like, one bill or separate? And you have to be if like, they even ask. if they even ask. So I hate that question. Like, I really wish the server would just like bring the bill. And I would love it if the guy was like, I've got this. Like that to me is so nice. And it's so courteous for the first date. If you are feeling it. I mean, if you weren't feeling it and you both kind of know, then you get separate bills. But let me just say when a guy covers a tab on the first date, Big thumbs up in my books. If you want me to give you a text back, I was gonna say something dirty. I the, pay the bill. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, pay the bill. No, I agree. And also, there's a billion things to do in Toronto that do not cost a fortune. Mm-hmm. So if you are a guy that wants a date on a budget, find something cheap to do. Invite me for coffee. It costs three dollars. Yeah. Like. You know, we don't have to do something extravagant to impress me on a first date. And, like, after the first date, I would gladly be like, okay, you know what? You got it last time. Let me get it. And go back and forth for however long it lasts for. But mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. When people ask to split the bill, I automatically think, oh, they must not be into me. Yeah. And then they'll, like, ask for a kiss at the end of the night. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I, thought this was, I thought this was over. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, nine times out of ten for me, the guy will get the bill. Yeah, same. Um, it's pretty rare where the guy won't get the bill. Um, I always offer, though, at the end of the night when, when they're like, oh, look, I yeah. got this. I'm always like, oh, look, don't worry. Like, we can split it, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 it's cool. I once went on a date with a guy who ordered, like, a full-on meal and, like, two beers. And I, like, I only had, like, one drink. And then when the bill came, again, I'm nice. I always offer. I'm like, oh, like, we could split it. He's like, okay. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, what? Sorry. I paid for half his meal. And I thought that was not cool. That's really, like, I fucking didn't eat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're allowed to swear it off. You just don't do it off. I know. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is not cool. This is not a good impression because mm-hmm. I really didn't eat anything. I had one drink and I'm paying for half your meal. Yeah, not for sure. Just not good. Not good. So I went on a date with a guy and he was, he, I'll, I'm just going to say he had a really good job in case he listens to this. Um, and he, like, our first date, I went to the bathroom. I didn't even know we were getting the bill. I just, like, went to the bathroom and came back. He's like, I got our bills. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, so we're paying separately. Paid separately. One of those the situations where I'm like, oh, I thought we hit it off, but, like, obviously he's not feeling it, and then he asked for a kiss at the end of the day. I'm like, okay. So the next date, I purposely picked something cheap because I'm like, this guy, I don't know. And so we went for coffee, and we order our coffees, and, I mean, I would buy a homeless person a coffee, so a coffee isn't, like, an investment, and we're standing at the cash, and we both order our drinks, and then the guy's like, together or separate? And this guy goes, together. Don't worry. I got this. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I hope you got this. You can't even buy me a damn coffee? Like, and I remember coming home. It was around Thanksgiving time. Ballin'. I told, told just my, got paid. I told my mom this story, and she was like, no. Like, this guy needs to go. And His then, like, OSAP came through. Yeah, <laughs> like, frig. I was like, you can't even get a free coffee? Like, what is this? Ugh. But, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant. Mic drop. Yeah. Mic yeah. Drop. I, I will say, though, when the guy suggests that you split the bill, I'm definitely like, oh, you're not interested. Mm. So yeah. there's, I don't know, guys, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, there's another, like, little 
view tidbit. in tidbit little view into our brains and how we work and how we think about these things of course we're overthinking everything but it's these little things yeah mike true. you're taking a lovely lady out on a date what are you doing are you so covering I, the bill i usually cover the bill even if the date's not going good oh, it's just something I just do. That's nice. that's but nice. i will say there was one time that uh the girl that i was seeing was uh she actually paid the bill she did it in a really slick way it was the first time we ever met up and uh, we went to uh, a pub that's really close by mm-hmm. and um I asked for the bill. The waiter was going. He was taking his time. And uh, she's like, oh, can I see your card real quick? And I'm like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. So I take out my credit card. And she's like, oh, cool. Like, it has your name on it and everything else like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And after when the guy came around for the bill, she's like, all right, cool. And after she went and she put my card in her pocket and took out her card. And I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? And then she's like, no, I'm going to pay for it. I'm like, no, 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 no. She's like, well, it's too late now. And after she went ahead and she paid for everything. Oh, so you couldn't like offer exactly. and like put the car yeah, on. So did like, you continue seeing her? Did this last long? It didn't last long after that, but it was it, it was a nice that little nice. Yeah, because I would immediately be like, this girl's going to run out the fucking door with my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could Interesting it, move. Interesting <laughs> move. Okay, so I think we've established who's covering the bill. Um, so at the very end of the date, when you're parting the way, parting ways, um, I'm definitely not um, one to refuse a first kiss on the first date. Mm. I think it's very nice. I'm going to kind of throw this out here, ladies. Um, kissing on the first date, yes or no? I'm not against it, but I think the only times it's really happened in a natural, this doesn't feel forced, awkward way is when I've been drunk. Oh, yeah. And then, uh-huh. like, the ne- next day, I'm like, did I even really like this guy, or was I just feeling him because I was drunk? So, it doesn't happen very frequently, but if I'm vibing, for sure. I'll have sex with you on the first date if I'm vibing with you. Like, I don't mm. think there's any rules. Yeah. So, this one, this one time, oh, my gosh, it was so hot. So, um, <laughs> Sky and I, Sky and I went, went, went out to, like, a comedy show, and then we went out for drinks afterwards because we were having a great time. And um, he went to the bathroom, and he came back, and I saw him walking towards me. And he didn't stop at his seat. He came up to me and he just grabbed my face and started kissing me. Wow. He was such a good kisser. I was like, I'm into this. That was so hot. I'm like, what a power move. I'm like, I've known you for like four hours. Yes. I am all for power moves. I remember, um, I've talked about in this podcast before, like one of the very few guys I've slept with on my first date. I remember we were walking. We were like bar hopping. We were having so much fun together spent way much way longer of a time together than we anticipated and I remember him just like I I was thinking we were crossing the street when the light went and he just like pulled me off the (gasps) corner and just like started baking out with me I'm like I'm like melting right now like you have me take me home now I'm like (laughs) I just I I appreciate the power move oh is this on the first date yeah I love but we were both both vibing so it wasn't like awkward because I could see how Mm -hmm. that could be awkward if you weren't both vibing yeah definitely if it feels right like go for it who cares if it's on the first date or not I mean I haven't had a lot of first kisses on the first date myself mm-hmm. um usually it's like usually yeah, it doesn't have like often. second or third um but yeah if it feels right just do it yeah definitely um okay so end of the date um do you appreciate it when the guy walks you to your house the subway stop gets you an uber like no one has ever gotten me an uber um before but um has that ever happened to you ladies yeah i, I feel like probably I don't really feel like it hasn't, but I don't really remember a significant time that it has when someone's gotten me an Uber. I appreciate when someone walks me home or to mm-hmm. a subway station, depending on it, like how far out of their way it is. If they're like, I'll walk you home and it's like 45 minutes, you're like, no. Um, but I mean, I won't go into too much detail, but I was jumped in the fall by two girls at night. And so I appreciate when someone walks me home because, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you out there in the yeah. dark by yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely really nice. I um, I had a guy call me an Uber once after our date. Like, we dated, um, like, we actually, like, dated after. Like, it wasn't just, like, the first date. Mm-hmm. But uh, our first date, we met up, and we had drinks, and I was going to walk home. And he was like, no, 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 I'll get you an Uber, which was really nice. Um, I've also had, like, usually um, if me and the person have driven somewhere to meet up, usually they'll walk me to my car. Um, but they will, uh, that's obviously because they've also parked in the parking lot. So I'm walking towards their car yeah, too. Yeah. It's not like, okay. um, and then other times, like if it's, it's, if it's near where I live and I've walked there, they'll be like, Oh, I'll walk you home. And usually I'll say no. I'll be like, it's okay. Like I'm cool. Like I can walk home alone. Um, but it is nice for them to offer. One time I did invite a guy up 
um, when he walked me home um, just so he could meet my dog. <laughs> and he literally stood at my door. He didn't even take his shoes off or anything. He just like met my dog, like, played with Joey a little bit. And then Love. he went and we didn't kiss, nothing. It was our first and only date. Mm. I think we both knew like this wasn't gonna really yeah. go anywhere, so he didn't like make a move or anything. Like, he didn't yeah. go in for a kiss or anything like that. But yeah, he did like come upstairs, which doesn't mm. normally happen. I don't invite people upstairs. Yeah, ever, really on the first date. No, I don't want them to know where I live. Mm-hmm. That's the good thing about living in a city. Chances are, like, I think we all live in like, well, I don't live in an apartment building, but like yeah, a it fourplex. Could be any unit. It could be any of the units. Yeah. So like, I feel a little bit more safe. But yeah, you gotta be careful of things like that, you know. Um, okay, so the date has wrapped up. Uh, so now we're going to talk about post-date etiquette. And I promise, Ooh. guys, this will this will be quick because um, most uh, most of the time, um, they has ghosts. They ghosts. <laughs> so, they ghosts. And they're um, gone. <laughs> okay, but let's say, like, you're actually feeling it. You guys had a connection. Like, are you going to reach out and say, you know what? I had a good time and I'd really like to see you again. And if so, like, how long should you wait? Because I'm just going to say my piece from the get-go. Um, one thing I always say is when we part our ways, I'm like, okay, I'm like, get home safe. Message me when you get home. That's just my yeah, line. I say that too. I always say that. And I love it when a guy says it to me because then there's like a home, home, had a great time, had a yeah. great time, whatever it might be. And if nothing, then you know, like, it's a ghost situation. Yeah. So I like to figure that out from the very beginning. But Lauren, what about you? Um, I will message someone, you know what, even if I don't want a second date, I'll always message them when I get home and I'm like, had fun tonight. Thanks for a great night. And then like often I either don't hear back or I get the whole like, wasn't really feeling it. I was like, great. I wasn't feeling it either. I was just saying thank you to be polite. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like there's like any rule. Like I usually always just text someone out of like common courtesy to just be like, you paid my bill for tonight. Thank mm-hmm. you. Kind of. Um, even if I'm not feeling it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what I do. What about you? So. Yeah. I mean, like message me seconds after we say goodbye. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. I won't judge you. I can do what I want with that message of you mm-hmm. texting me like right after we meet. Like I, um, if I'm feeling it, we're, I'm feeling it. And chances are they're feeling it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no rules. Yeah. I just want to say this PSA to everybody out there listening. Let's like, like stop ghosting. You know, if you're not feeling it, be upfront, be straightforward. I want you to say, you know what? It was, it was really nice meeting you. I wish you all the best, but I didn't feel the spark because chances are I wasn't feeling it or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just letting me know. So I'm not left in this like, um, like area of uncertainty. You know what I mean? I'm not like in this purgatory of the dating worlds where I'm like, is he going to message me back? Like, does he want yeah. to see me again or not? So Will I delete his number. Yeah. So I, as I always do. If nobody messages me back within see like, ya. right, like within like the next like couple hours or like the next day, I'm like, next day, delete. You're gone. You're not my phone anymore. Bye. Um, yeah. Treat yeah. people the way you want to be treated. 100%. And I think at the end of the day, like that's really what dating etiquette um, is all about, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so you've been dating each other for a little bit. Um, when are you guys taking things to the next step? Like, I, I, for me, like I said it before in a few other episodes, if I'm really feeling it, like I have no problem, um, you know, hooking up on the first date. Alcohol 100% has to be involved though. <laughs> um, because sober Carly would never do such a thing. Um, that's the thing. I get the wine or tequila flowing and all my inhibitions go out the window. So, uh, Asal, what, what about you? I mean, I don't have rules for this stuff. I've said this multiple times. If it feels right, it feels right. However, I've never taken things to the bedroom on the first date, ever. Ever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just never been Probably your phobia of STIs. Yes. (laughs) Very true. No, but I've been super drunk and I've stopped myself because I I just, I don't know. It's just not me to do that on the first date. I've definitely, um, since starting this podcast, I've kind of like pump the brakes on hooking up on the first date um, because, you know, our f- listeners are awesome and we do have some feedback and I love hearing what you have to say. And I know some guys were like, you know, sometimes like hooking up on the first date isn't an ideal thing. Like mm-hmm. they do think differently about you if you do hook up with them on the first date um, and to each their own. So I'm just trying to, I don't know, I'm switching things up. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. Like I don't really have any rules. Like I've, I have had sex with someone on the first date, but that very, very rarely has happened. I would say probably, like, if we're really vibing, like, maybe, maybe the third or the fifth date. Mm -hmm. I feel like it depends, like, 
third, fourth, or fifth. It's not the third or the fifth. Yeah. Um, I think it really depends on, like, when you feel the most comfortable and when you're not going to be like, this is awkward. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have any rules. Mm-hmm. But, it ver- like I said, I barely, rarely kiss someone on the first date, so it doesn't usually escalate to anything more. Fair enough. Um, okay, so you've been dating for a while now. Um, when is the right time to have the talk? And by the talk, I mean, what are we doing? Are we dating? Um, what's going on? What are we? Yeah. Yeah. What are we? The what are we talk? Um, this is tricky because, like, after my third date with my ex-boyfriend, um, he told me that he was going to delete all his dating apps and focus on me because he was excited about me and didn't want any, like, distractions or anyone getting in the way. That was a third date. Like, that... Which, never... by the way, I was like, Asel, this is a red flag. Yeah, she was like, we're in a college. She's like, it's a red flag. Which it wasn't because, like, we no, did date. it's not a really term, a red flag, but, but I was just like, I have a bad It was feeling. weird. It was weird just because we're not used to it. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, you know, for someone to be so straight up, like, I'm into you and I don't want to focus on anyone else but you. Um, so currently, I've mentioned I'm, I'm just seeing someone and it's super fresh and I don't even think we're even close to having that talk yet. And it's been definitely more than three dates. So I think it's a really tricky, I don't know, it's a situation, mm-hmm. every situation is different. So I have no idea. I, I really don't know when you really have that talk with somebody. Do you guys know? That's very interesting. And it has been over a month. So I think I think everybody's relationships, they just move at different paces. I think it's fair to say, like, how do you feel? Do you feel like you want to have that talk? Yeah, I mean, eventually, eventually, uh, pretty soon, I think it would be time to have that talk. But if he asked you to be your girlfriend tomorrow, would you be like, yes? Or would you be like, uh, I don't know. Would you hesitate? Which is probably your answer right there. Well, we definitely have some differences. So we, yeah, we'll see. I, like, honestly, I'm very bad at talking about this kind of stuff. So I will not bring it up until they bring it up. It doesn't matter if it is one month or eight months. I'm terrible at confrontation and I won't be like, what are we? Like, so that's why I need to date people that are very confrontational confrontational and talk about these things because I will not. I think you should make a goal for yourself that the next time you get into um, a dating situation where you are hanging out with someone for like a month or two, I want you to be the first one to make the move and have that talk. Yeah. I'm going to hold you accountable. I I think that'd be great. I also think like the people that I've like really been, I want to be your girlfriend don't really think we're the right people for me when I look back at it, like, because I would have felt more comfortable having those talks with that right person. Um, or they don't make it very, like, far enough to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. In my head, I'm like, when it's the right person, I will be able to open up to them and be like, yes, I want to be your girlfriend. Yeah. Very What's fair. Happening? If not, see you later. I feel it. I feel you, girl. Okay, so um, we're almost at the end of the episode. I think I'm just going to throw some general questions out at you ladies um, all about dating. So pet peeves, rapid fire, SL. What are some of your pet peeves? Oh, I've got so many. Okay, number one would be like chewing like a farm animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, another one would be being late. I really cannot stand that because I'm, I'm very punctual. I'm always on time. I'm always like five, ten minutes early all the time to things. Um, someone who's unreliable, like consistently rescheduling or canceling, like that is a big pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to throw in a last one. Someone who is on their phones a lot when I'm having a conversation yeah. with them. My phone's yeah. never out when I'm on a date. Yeah. Um, mine would be, uh, you act very entitled on the date. Like whether it's just the way you communicate with like the waitress or, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been on dates where I'm just, like, I feel very uncomfortable with the way you're talking to other people in this situation. Um, I think we kind of touched on this, but, like, just talks only about their successes and is very cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't ask anything about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> a big one. <laughs> I've been on those dates where it's 100% one-sided. Um, and I think this goes with that is, like, doesn't put in any effort. Like, even if you are not feeling me, at le- either stand up and be like, I'm not feeling this and leave or put in the slightest bit of effort. Like, I don't care if you never text me at the end of this date, but we are here and we are finishing our drinks. So don't make it all about me having to force a conversation out of you. I'm here for it. Mike, what about you? What are some of your dating pet peeves? 
I don't have any right now that I can think of. Uh, <laughs> we're always putting Mike on the spot. But I like never prepared. But you know what? He's never prepared, but he always has these fire ass answers. And I, re- <laughs> I really appreciate that, Mike. I think that's fantastic. What about you, Carly? Um, really similar to like everything that you ladies have said. Um the arrogance, like how you treat like our server on the date. Like that's a mm-hmm. big thing to me. Um like just don't be arrogant. Don't be close-minded. Um, you know, be very polite and try and keep the conversation going, you know? Like, when you don't do that, it really grinds my gears. Um, I have a thing for, like, like breath as well. Like, I really hope that you have, like, <laughs> nice – like, honestly, like, please brush your teeth before we go on a date because straight up stank breath, like, makes me want to die. Well, that's one of your turnoffs, right? Because we're going to get into turnoffs. Oh, yeah. What are my major turnoffs? Do you Sorry. Want, if anything, that's it. Keep the conversation going. Keep yeah. the conversation yeah. going. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I'm a person who likes to sit back and listen. So yeah. if I have to keep the conversation going. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's so – it's there's so much pressure. Yeah. Ugh, it's so annoying. Yeah. yeah. Well, continue with your turnoffs, mm. Carly. Where do I fucking begin? Yeah. Um, so I don't care what anybody says. I can't stand it when a guy's like a good dancer. And I know we've said it before, <laughs> but I straight up don't like it. Like when I see a guy dancing and he's like trying really hard, I'm like, <gasps> like, oh my God, stop okay, try it. Really hard, but once he's like a really good dancer though. Well, okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know. A are you, dancer. are you on? So I, so you think you can dance? No. Like you're not a good dancer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not here for it. I love that. I fucking oh, hate it when like guys dance. I've got no rhythm. Oh, okay. See, I here's my thing. If if we're dancing, mm-hmm. I want to be like fun, joking dancing. Okay. You yeah. Know what I, mean? yeah, that's yeah. I, dance. I don't want you taking it seriously. Oh, like taking the spotlight and just going. Yeah. 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 I agree. What are, is that all your turnoffs, Carly? Well, I, are there are too many to list. There's like, there would be like, <laughs> yeah, be like yeah, that's just my biggest turn one. On. My turn ons. Oh my God, the way you fucking smell. Like, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. if you smell like a fucking Abercrombie store, I will lick your face. No. But, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, there's a thing. Like, if you smell like, um, like wontons, like, <laughs> I, I dated this guy once and I was like, I don't know, like, I, he had a beard, and I was, like, making out with him, like, I'm like, oh, why does it smell like old, like, fortune cookies or something? Ew. Like, I can't get them on board oh, with no, it. that's kind of, no, okay, I know what you mean. I right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know how dogs, like, all of their paws smell like fucking, like, Cheetos. corn chips? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I know. Like, this guy smelled like that. I'm like, is your face a dog paw? Like, I was so confused. <laughs> um, And I just, I, I really appreciate, like, a smell of, like, fresh clothes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. oh, my God, if you smell good, like... Uh, okay <laughs> all right lauren turn ons and turn offs turn offs talks a lot about something i know nothing about so like politics for example like mm, we talked about. yeah um and doesn't stop like doesn't get the hint that like i obviously am not into this so let's move on um thinks he's going to come home with me on the first date like i've been on dates where they're like let me walk you home and you think they're just being sweet and like most guys would be like okay have a good night bye and hug you i've had guys where i'm like are you calling an uber because I'm going to go up to my apartment. I'm going to leave you in the lobby. Like, it, it, they just don't get the hint. It's Ew. Like, no, that's no, so awkward. If Even if I was remotely thinking about inviting you up, I am not now. Yeah. So, um, turn ons. Um, I like when a guy takes control. So, like, I like a man. Like, I like a man <laughs> who will put effort into a date, who will be like, listen, I'm picking you up at 8 o'clock, and we are going to do this, this, and this. Cool. Like, yes. the, I like a guy who takes control. Like, I don't want, like, this wishy-washy boy. Like, yeah. so totally fair. Those are my top ones. But, cool. I mean, there's obviously a long list. There's so many. All right, my turn off. So, I really don't like, like, drunk idiots. So, like, you know, like, I <laughs> yeah. love a guy that can drink and hold his liquor and still be normal. Oh, yes, girl. not embarrassing. Oh, remember and, like, my ex? his words. Yes. We had very, to, very Estelle and I had to leave the bar. It was his birthday. We yeah. Had to leave. We left and didn't tell him. Like, we had to leave because he was just, like, a drunken idiot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Turn off. Um, electric cigarettes. If you smoke one of those, like, no thank you. Um, <laughs> body odor. Definitely. Yeah. I take multiple showers a day if you know this. If you know mm. this about me and you want to date me, like, <laughs> please just take at least three showers a day and we'll get along very well and know that your water bill is going to be so fucking high (laughs) um and guys with baggage i feel like people enter into new relationships with old baggage like you need to just do you for a bit before you yeah deal with your baggage before you get into something with somebody because you don't want to bring that baggage into a relationship and it come up like three months down the road where you're like oh like actually i've got this 
fucking baggage that I need to deal with mm-hmm. and we need to break up. So deal with your baggage. Um, turn-ons. Someone who loves my dog. Like, of course. that is extremely important to me because I, I did date someone who wasn't an animal lover and that was, that was huge because I'm a huge animal lover. So, um, yeah. Uh, motivated and ambitious. You yeah. need to like, you But know, like, doesn't stay at work until midnight and doesn't have time for you. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> that makes time. Like, just someone that's not lazy. Like, you know, yeah. sits around. Has like, goals. I need you. Exactly. Um, hmm. What's another one? Someone who has their life figured out. I know that we all are figuring out life as we go. All of us, we are figuring it out. Um, but I just don't want to be dating a man child, you know, just have some certain things figured out. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay if you have like some questions yeah, that are yet to be answered. Yeah, of course we all do, but, but yeah. See, I love all of those because you know what? Like it's just common decency. Yeah. Like, I agree with all of our things. Yeah. Like those are just like yeah, I hope, hope everyone shower. Yeah, like please just, please talk. please shower and don't smell like a fortune cookie and Yeah. When people say I'm being picky, I'm like, no, I am asking for like common decency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So guys, we're almost at the end of the episode. Uh, we're gonna do a little segment called He Said What? I love how you say it every time. Like I that. know. <laughs> no one else can enjoy it but you. He said what? Okay, stop now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so do you guys have anything weird a guy has said to you recently that you were straight up like, WTF? Go um, for it. <laughs> okay. So I had a guy I matched with on Bumble, and in his profile he had mentioned that he liked going to the gym, which should have been a red flag. He was like, um, <laughs> he was close to being like gym selfie guy. But I'm like, you know what? Give this guy a chance. And so my opening line, since I have to be the opener in Bumble, I said, I'm not a gym gym lover, but I'm a yoga and Pilates lover. And he went on in a tangent. Is yoga really useful? Pilates, maybe. But yoga is all lies. I'm like, you obviously have never done it or only been to the sort of classes where you just lay there and meditate. He's like, yoga is always funny for me. I'm like, why? Laughing when I see people in yoga class. I'm like... (laughs) Why? <laughs> he's like, be, like a fucking idiot. Right? Yeah. He's like, because it's not giving anything for human body. I don't believe what? in yoga, actually. Um, and then I was like, have you ever tried it? I bet you would really suck at it and realize how challenging it is. By the way, I pursued this conversation for the podcast. I would normally unmatch him. Um, he's like, still don't like yoga. And then he's like, but I can try for you, babe. I'm like, I said, I can already tell we won't get it along considering you're already bashing one of my passions. So bye with the waving emoji. See yeah. ya. Looking yeah. so gross. So weird. And he was wrong on everything. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't be passion bashing. Okay. Yeah, like, you screw yeah. you. I don't care if you do yoga with me, but like at least accept that it's something I like. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the gym. I'm not bashing you. Mm-hmm. People can have their own interests. Anyway, so mine. Um, I'm not sure if this is like an ongoing like trend. I'm no longer like researching fet life, guys. So if you've <laughs> listened to our last episode, um, I did some research on fet life, which is a fetish app, and I have not been on that for weeks now. Like I just I deleted it after I did my research. Um, but sugar daddies are just coming my way, like left, right. You must seem like a girl that's into that. Or yeah, something. maybe. So I got this like DM, um, and this guy just goes, "Hello, baby. I'm willing to give you weekly allowances for online arrangements." <laughs> and um, he's like a really, really good-looking older man. Like, so his photo, like he, he must be, I. Like a very stylish, or like seventy-five year old. Oh, def- I think it was a catfish. Um, he might be like seventy-five, maybe eighty years old. <laughs> but he looks like like a hot Santa, you know, like this, like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santa with like the big white beard. But he's so stylish. He's wearing like this vest. He's like aviators. Like his beard is full and white. Like look at that, Mike. Can I see? Oh, he looks familiar. Yeah, I sent it to you guys. Oh right, did oh he slid into your oh, DMs? Yeah, I see that guy before. Right? Where I sent it to you guys. Um, oh, maybe that's yeah, I sent it to him. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he's very stylish. He's got tattoos in his other photos. Like, he's got, like, a sleeve and stuff. He's, like, an older man. Take the money. No, um, take the money and run. <laughs> yeah, so he said what? Maybe we should start getting Sugar Daddies to sponsor our podcast. Yeah. And Sal can go on all the dates with them. <laughs> I'll be down. Carly, what about you? So I... 
So um, as you know, I'm not like really on dating apps. So right. there haven't been that many opportunities for a guy to be like, um, and say something about my butt again. But I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to flip the switch on this one. Um, so I went on a few dates with um, a, a mutual friend and, you know, after like the, after I think it was like the second date, um, the second time we hung out, we both just kind of, you know, I, we weren't feeling it. We weren't vibing it. And, um, yeah, so we were chit-chatting and she's like, I'd love to go on a third date, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then like our conversation kind of tapered off and he just was very straight up and very honest. And he's like, so I just want to gauge this. Like, um, how do you think like, you know, like the the date went, would you want to hang out again? Um, and I thought this was like a really great opportunity to like express how I felt. So I straight up was just like, no, you know what? Um, I really like hanging out with you. Don't get me wrong, but the chemistry is not, it's, it's mm-hmm. not there. Like there wasn't a spark. Like there was that we were, and he's like, oh my gosh, like it feels so good for you to hear that. Like, I really like hanging out with you too. Still want to hang out with you as like a friend, but like the intimacy wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah. it really wasn't. And I'm like, damn like thank you so much like that was awesome yeah, I, I love had a few it. guys that asked me on the date they're like so how do you think this went and I was like whoa it catches me so off guard because I'm waiting for like the text message when I get home to be like hey I don't like you like yeah so it is it is very refreshing I like that we we spun the he said what we to have great. and we ended on a All very positive note of course not <laughs> of course not we're sitting with one of the best guys well we only in the like room. Mike <laughs> yeah okay guys so I think that's everything for this episode of yeah. Dating Etiquette we hope that you learned something if you have any questions don't forget to reach us um, uh, at somebody date us, <laughs> somebody date us. <laughs> guys sorry I was just like really hungry I'm like I want pizza and then my mind just went so far out my bad um, I've had like a glass of wine so where we've had a lot of wine Tonight. What? I've had like a glass and okay, not gonna lie, I finished this after like the first segment. Okay, I'm so wine. thirsty, so <laughs> let's finish this and okay, call it we a day. We need to refill our glasses, guys. So bye bye. Thank bye. you for listening. Bye. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.